Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. You know, it's great to be back to our regular show after several weeks of special events. And I want to thank all of our special guests who came out last week to help us celebrate our 100th show. But this week, we're back to our regular format. So now, on with the news. While the primary conflict between the Horde and the Alliance is over, there has been a recent outbreak of factional fighting in the Alterac Valley. What appear to be dissident groups from both factions have re-engaged in hostilities in this battleground, which was the site of factional warfare between the Frostwolf Orcs and the Dwarven Stormpike Expedition over 30 years ago. This conflict originally arose when the Stormpike Expedition attempted to establish a presence in the valley without being aware of the Frostwolf's claim to the region. There has been no official statement from either Horde or Alliance leadership, but there are unofficial reports out of both Stormwind and Orgrimmar of ongoing peace negotiations to resolve this dispute over the control of the valley before the end of the Feast of Wintervale. In sports news, in what was undoubtedly the greatest upset of the decade, the mighty Mushans of Half Hill Agricultural College defeated the Fighting Fells of Orgrimmar Community College in their final game of the season. Coming into the game without a single win this season, the Mushans were a major underdog against the undefeated Fells. But right from the opening period, the Mushans executed a perfect game plan that the Fells were never able to answer. Freshman LG Windtail returned to the starting single interback position and put in a sparkling performance connecting for multiple criticals and keeping the Fells' defense on their heels. I caught up with senior left inside strongback Jan Ironchin after the game. Well, I, I just don't know what to say. You know? It's been a tough season, so the end with a win like this, you know, and for the last game for me and the other seniors, Yang, Shen Lei, and the twins, Juan and Quan, we'd never beaten the Fells, so <laughs> it feels great. So to our fans and families, hey, thank you for supporting it. Coach Mo, thanks for believing in us and never letting us give up on ourselves. March on, Mooshans! Woohoo! Well, for everyone here at the Half Hill Report, we want to wish congratulations to the Mooshans on this great win, and we'll look forward to great things next season. March on, Mooshans. March on. Hey, folks, you'll be just as excited as Jan Ironchin when you shop with the winning vendors at Half Hill Market. You know the holidays are upon us, so whether you're gift shopping, looking to spruce up your home or garden, or need a delicious Pandaren recipe for that special party, you'll find everything you need at Half Hill Market. Open every day, all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. We're introducing a new feature this week, Tashi's Takes, editorial opinions on what's going on. This week, Pilgrim's Bounty. Every year, all of Azeroth gathers around feast tables with family, friends, and loved ones to celebrate and recognize the things they're grateful for and to enjoy some really wonderful food. 
I can tell you that for me personally, there are so many things for which I'm grateful. My wonderful family, all the great friends that I've made since starting this little broadcast, and of course, my fantastic faculty advisor, Professor Talib. And throughout Azeroth, we are seeing the end of the war and new hope for a time of peace in our world. But as we sit down to our feasts and families, let's all remember that there are still those who are struggling. Families who lost loved ones in the war, victims of the terrible devastation to our beautiful Azeroth, and of course the veterans, both those who have come home and those that are still in the field. So please, remember to give a thought to those people and give generously where you can to assist those less fortunate. It's time now for the Rizak Report, a semi-regular war report, although I don't know why I call it that, from our Goblin in the Field, sponsored by Keen Bean Kaffa. Take it away, Rizak. Hey, college, how you doing? I gotta say, I, I've been better myself. I'm getting kind of discouraged about this whole mechanical pots thing. I just can't find anybody with the kind of vision I have. I haven't given up, mind you. I'm going to keep after it, because there is so much potential. I just know that deal is going to make my fortune, but i got to wait for everyone else to catch up. That might take a while, couple of months at most. But in the meantime, I picked up on a tip from my good friend Eamon. Remember when he was an astronaut and he mentioned the town was dry and that there were a lot of thirsty soldiers around? Well, that made my ears perk up. Now... Astronaut isn't a place that I'm particularly comfortable in. I ain't got no prejudices, as long as folks got gold. But, eh, goblins aren't welcome everywhere, if you know what I mean. So, I knew if I was gonna set up an establishment there, I gotta have a partner. I thought about asking Trissa, but, eh, that kid's got her own plans. So, I made some discreet inquiries at Dalaran, and I found an unemployed human named Mercy. Seems her family has fallen on some hard times due to the war, and she needs a way to support herself. She's never been to Kalimdor or run a tavern, but she seems presentable, and <laughs> most importantly, she'll work cheap. So, long story short, I'm sending her off to Ashenvale with a couple of ogres to carry supplies and protect the goods. The ogres won't be welcome either, but eh, they ain't got no feelings, and I'm not sending kegs of ale from Orgrimmar to Astronaut without gods. So, a bit risky, but not a huge investment. Maybe not a big profit either, but I gotta get some credit for doing a good deed in the process. Not that anyone ever appreciates my altruistic side. Look at them ungrateful forgotten. Here I am, trying to make their lives more comfortable, and I can't get no cooperation anywhere. Ah, well, I'll let you know how the Ashenville Enterprise is going in my next war report. Time to wrap this one up and send it off. Thanks, Rizak. We're all wishing you good luck with this latest venture. The Rizak Report is brought to you by Keen Bean Kaffa, a Grummel-owned and operated Kaffa trading company. Keen Bean Kaffa. Good beans, good Kaffa. Checking the Azeroth calendar, the week-long Pilgrim's Bounty begins tomorrow. Azeroth's annual celebration and recognition of good fortune in the previous year. 
So make your plans to gather around the bountiful tables available at any major city for this special celebration. Now it's time once again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmic. So, Velmic, did you take the family to the Darkmoon Fair this week and spend those fair tokens that Coldorn Soulcrest gave you? Hey there, Tush. Well, you know, we tried to go. And what do you think happened? It wasn't there. What? what? Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Oh, wow. It, it doesn't start till next week. Oh, sure. Now you tell me. Yeah, sorry about that. You know, with everything that's been going on the last couple of weeks and finals coming up, I've just really lost track of time. Well... I hope you found some place to take Downlin, Alice, and Demesis instead. So, we were in Goldshire for to find Darkmoon Fair, and when it wasn't there, I go into Lion's Pride Inn. Oh my gosh, you didn't take Alice into that place, did you? No, no, I remember what it was like from time I do a review. Anyway, I asked them about other inns in area, and they asked me if I ever visit Darkshire in Duskwood. I say no and they tell me this is nice place and not too far away. Ah, Duskwood. Isn't that place kind of creepy? I mean, Brother Cadfile told us a story about Duskwood and it sounded really dark. Well, yes, Duskwood is dark, creepy, and maybe a few more spiders and undead than you might like to see. Ew. But, you know, once you look past all that, Darkshire is actually a nice little town. Really? Oh yes, people seem friendly enough for a town that is always on guard, and despite problems, town has stayed organized, with all services that traveler might need, and they have nice town hall with mayor and even library and historian. Wow, that's pretty amazing for a town that's been through all that. I agree. Demesis spent much time walking around town and visiting with peoples. She even spent time with Madame Eva and some nice ladies in lovely little house right on Main Square. Um, Madame Eva and some nice ladies? Uh, I know, right? We didn't take Alice there and didn't ask the missus any questions. But she did seem pretty happy when she came back. <laughs> okay then, so how about the inn? Hang on, hang on. I have more to talk about Darkshire. <sighs> It's not going to involve Madame Eva, is it? No, no, you'll have to ask Demesis about that. But Dowlin and Alice did meet nice family called the Kervin. Husband Jonathan and wife Elaine live there in nice little house, but have had hard time of it. Jonathan used to be with Nightwatch fighting the undead, but since Burning Legion get involved, he's out of work. Demesis thinks he may have even been part of Scarlet Crusade. And Alice spent time with their little boy, Benjamin. But uh, Dowlin didn't think he was good playmate for Alice. Oh yeah? Why not? I don't know. Dowlin said maybe he gets too much sugar and is cooped up in house too much. She said he was very active. Eh, maybe a little too active. Well, there are certainly some interesting folks in Darkshire. I agree. But now we talk about Scarlet Raven Inn. Yes, yes, how was it? Oh, this is nice inn. Like most Alliance inns, it has very nice main room with big warm fire and several cozy private rooms upstairs. Innkeeper Trelane 
Barkeep Han and Tavern Keep Smiths keep cordial and welcoming in. But even though they had big kitchen and Chef Gruel, they had very small selection of food. Really just drinks, bread, and cheeses. So this is a little disappointing. But I am thinking that maybe with problems in area, they have trouble bringing in business. Well, that's a shame, but it sure sounds like an interesting visit. So, what's the final word on Darkshire and the Scarlet Raven Inn? Well, whole family talk about it on trip home. I thought maybe it gets three and a half crystals because of small menu. But Taolin and Alice think I am not being nice and say it should get four because everyone there was so nice. And um, what about the Mises? Eh, she just smile and hold up five fingers. Wow. Okay. So, so where'd you end up? We decide to give place for crystals. Well, there you have it, folks. Sounds like Darkshire and the Scarlet Raven Inn is definitely worth a visit if you're traveling through Duskwood. So, where to next week, my friend? Ah, touch your memory. Dark Moon Fair, of course. <laughs> oh, right. Well, we'll look forward to hearing about it. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tush. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time you're in the Valley of the Four Winds, why not drop by? And when you do, remember to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the Valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for that heartwarming holiday special, Charlie Chestnut's Pilgrim's Bounty. Listen in to the hijinks as Charlie and his faithful pet, Nosy, discover what Pilgrim's Bounty really means when they invite all their orphan friends over to share a Pilgrim's Bounty's feast. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.